Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So after years of being a cheesehead, Aaron Rodgers is now a Jet. Longest tenured Green Bay player in history. Really? I did not know that. Been with him since 2005. And had a glorious career there, but really got into it with the front office. So you knew something was probably going to have to change. Yeah, there had been hints that he might return to Green Bay, but they all diminished yesterday when the deal with the New York Jets was finalized. And now Aaron Rodgers will be the QB for the Jets. He'll still be wearing green like he did in Green Bay, but it's a a different shade of green and certainly in a different city. What will this do? Well, the Jets get a quarterback who can lead them. This This is a pretty doggone good Jets team. They've just been in a situation where they haven't had a leader as such. Well, they will now, assuming that Aaron Rodgers can come in and take control of this team. He had pressure on him in Green Bay, but now that pressure is really on the shoulders of Jordan Love, who has been with Green Bay now for three years, kid who had a great career at Utah State. He's only played in 10 games for Green Bay. One of them was against the Kansas City Chiefs a couple of years ago during the the COVID outbreak when Rodgers himself got COVID. He hasn't really done all that much, but the Packers are saying, hey, he's ready to go. Of course, what what else are they going to say? Of course, that's it. Ready to go. But it's with the the New York Jets. I have a feeling now that Aaron Rodgers is going to make this team a little bit more than just a storyline for the reporters in New York and surrounding areas in the Northeast. I think he's going to do very well with this team. They're young, they're energetic, and they have a, a... really a, a good opportunity to make a lot of noise in the NFL. This is, this is a, a big deal. Now, there were draft choices involved, and the Packers get the Jets' 13th round draft choice in the first round. The Jets get the Packers' 15th round draft choice a little bit later on in the in the draft, but it's going to help both teams. I, I really find, feel it's a good deal. Well, we'll see what happens on paper. It always looks good, but you got to prove it on the field. And that's what we'll find out in just a few short months uh, with the draft happening in Kansas City this week. It'll be interesting to see who Green Bay and the Jets go after after this deal as well. Probably uh, New York's looking for some more weapons or protection. I know the Chiefs definitely, uh, I, from what I understand, are looking at wide receiver or edge rusher or lineman in that first round. You heard anything different? Yes. <laughs> All three of them. <laughs> Could be. I would think it's more a D-back or a defensive lineman and edge rusher more than anything else. But, okay. Hey, the wide receiver, that's a little... Uh, the, the Chiefs' core of receivers now is underrated. They're pretty doggone good what they have. And are they game breakers like Tyreek Hill? No, they're not. But indeed, uh, Kadarius Tony can be if he stays healthy. I, they they're going to be very judicious about what they do. I think so too. And the talent at that position, wide receiver, is who I'm talking about. You can get some really talented guys in the later rounds of the draft. You really need to go for your big guys in the first. That's what I say, that's, that's edge what every rusher yeah, or a D back every single time. All right, next time uh, we see the basketball bears on the court. They're going to have a new player. They will. It had been rumored that this guy was going to transfer, but it's now official since the papers have arrived at the college, and Cesar Edwards is transferring to the Bears from Xavier. Now Xavier's the Big East Conference team, and Edwards, while he alleges that he didn't play very much, did have some active time, and in the Big East Championship game, which was Xavier versus Marquette, he did play 18 minutes. Not a big scorer, but he does have the capabilities of being a big scorer. He's 6'9", bordering on 6'10", 
at about 245. Really lean, good-looking athlete who can clean the boards, and that's exactly what Dana Ford is looking for, and he's got him with Cesar Edwards. Will there be any more deals? Well, let's have to wait and see because I believe the window will close on May 11th. That's the transfer portal window. We'll see what happens. Yeah, got a couple more weeks to see if we get some more talented guys on a Bears team. Last but not least, where are we at in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, the winners last night and the games were the New Jersey Devils, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Golden Knights out of Las Vegas, and the Seattle Kraken, who upset the Colorado Avalanche. But those series are still very much undecided, and we'll wait and see what happens in the ensuing days. So Cardinals and the Royals were... Under the lights last night, who got the dub? Both lost. Man, I was <laughs> going to say both won. I was finally. <laughs> no, nope. it did not happen. The Cardinals have me particularly worried because they lost to the San Francisco Giants 4 nothing, and I do not perceive the Giants as being a very good team. A lot of players on there with whom most baseball fans, including moi, are unfamiliar. They had a pitcher named Alex Cobb who threw the no uh, the shutout. Uh, no hitter threw a shutout last night. His first shutout in 11 seasons. Now it's not like he was blowing away the Cardinals. He only struck out four, but limited the Cardinals to six widely scattered hits. In all honesty, St. Louis did hit into some bad luck last night, but. The game is nothing-nothing in the seventh inning. A miscue by Tommy Edmond at second base allowed a runner to get on. The Giants parlayed that, got the bases loaded with one out. Sacrifice fly, that was the first run of the game. And then J.D. Davis, whomever, smashes a three-run homer into the left field seats. Four-nothing, all four runs in the seventh inning, and that's the ball game. And the Giants get the win. The Kansas City Royals had their game in Arizona one. They had a lead over the Diamondbacks, let the lead get away, and then, <laughs> this is, you know you're going bad when situations like this happen. Araldus Chapman on the hill in relief for the Royals, fires a 100-mile-an-hour fastball. The batter hits it off the end of the bat. It's called a cue hit, and if the ball spins and does all sorts of crazy hops. Royals couldn't field it, winning run scores. Arizona 5, Kansas City 4. They are playing in terrible, terrible luck. Not what you want to hear. Not what you want to hear. Pretty soon it might be a little bit more uh, depressing as we get further and further into the regular season. Uh, All right, so uh, Missouri State baseball happened in the Hammonds Field. Arkansas Razorbacks coming into town tonight. You going to go to the game? Absolutely. And Arkansas is S-T-R-O-N-G, very strong. They're number six in America in most of the college baseball polls. The other one, they may be seventh or eighth, whatever the case might be. But Arkansas is coming into the series on three straight losses. They fell to Georgia in Athens, Georgia, three straight games over the weekend. They will not be happy at all. But take a look at their record, 30 wins, 10 losses. It's a very good baseball team. The Bears getting better, hitting the ball, coming off a sweep of Belmont. That's a conference sweep. But, hey, when you're comparing the Missouri Valley to the Southeastern Conference, the comparison is rather pale. But this will be interesting. Uh, game time 6.30 should be okay according to the weather forecast. But the Bears and Razorbacks, they play once a year. It's a home and home once a year. Next year they'll go back down to Fayetteville again. But it's a good series to have. Neighborhood teams, but Arkansas is very strong. It's going to be a tough match and a little chilly for you tonight. Tonight, So make sure and do whatever you got to do to keep yourself warm, Ned. Uh, last but not least, uh, we talk about it. It's going to last for a lot, little bit longer, but the NBA playoffs, who got the wins last night? Two games last night, and the Miami Heat are one victory away from upsetting the Milwaukee Bucks, who are a number one seed. 
It was Miami 119, Milwaukee 114. The Heat lead that series three games to one. Quite frankly, I am very surprised. Out in Los Angeles, the Lakers and the Memphis Grizzlies went overtime. Lakers won it 117 to 111, and it's the Lakers who lead that series three games to one, even though Memphis has the home court advantage. Nonetheless, two games, more action coming up tonight. A lot of fun, Ned. You have a good time at the game tonight, and I will see you tomorrow.